Okay, it's definitely Thursday, but it, I think, but it feels a heck of a lot like Monday. I'm trying to get things started here, and everything is a little haywire. Now, as you, most of you know, we've started using a different software package to be able to stream to all the locations that we're on uh, because it was far too many than I could keep track of myself. So this software package, I think it's working, but I can't quite tell. I hope everybody is uh, able to see the program live. If you if you can't, then obviously you have no idea what I'm saying, so that doesn't matter. If you are watching live, thank you for being here. And remember that the podcast version of the show will be available uh, within 24 to 48 hours after this live airing of my discussion with Becky Joe. So before I get into that, Becky Joe, of course, is the owner of Blue Butterfly Healing. I know I'm going to be saying that. It's a tongue twister. I'm going to mispronounce it. But just so you know, it's Blue Butterfly Healing and Ministries, uh, and and we'll bring Becky Joe on in just a moment. But I want to remind you of a couple things. One is we've got a live paranormal investigations coming up in uh, what we're we looking at uh, just about a week, a week and a couple of days, so in like nine days, and we're going to Florida and we're going to be investigating uh, a former school that is now a government office building. And we are going to be investigating a restaurant. Both of these locations are, according to the local paranormal team, very, very active. And we're going to spend three nights uh, across the two locations. And we'll be bringing you those investigations live. We're really, really looking forward to it. We'll be working with Ghost Sisters again. Of course, Mandy, she'll be making the trip. And also Gina Scarpino, uh, a great friend and uh, a psychic medium who joined us on our last investigations when we were in, where were we? Indiana. We were in, um, oh gosh, uh, Winchester, Indiana, and I don't remember the, the name of the other town. It'll come to me, but either way, we were at the Randolph County Asylum and the old Blackford County Jail. Those were great investigations. Gina joined us for the first time at those two. She's terrific. We're looking forward to working with her again uh, in our upcoming investigation and other projects that we've got going on. The other thing I'll remind you of is I've got another project going on. In addition to Paranormal Reality TV, I'm partnering with my old partner, uh, who, if you're familiar with Beyond Reality Radio, when we were syndicated on Westwood One Radio Networks, and we were on all those radio stations around the country before the actual radio business kind of went kaput, uh, Jason Hawes from Ghost Hunters and I are launching another program. It's going to be on YouTube. It'll be a live stream plus some uh, produced pieces. And I'll have more information about that. I think we're going to be doing the first episode relatively soon, although I don't have an exact time, date, that kind of thing. But it will be soon, and I'll make sure I let you know as that gets launched. And the third thing I want to remind you of is that your support of this channel is so important. It makes us able to get out into the field and do these live investigations for you, where you uh, actually conduct or not conduct, but guide the investigation. Your chat comments tell us what to do, where to do it and how to do it and all those things. And one of the things that people don't realize, you kind of forget it. I think everybody knows it, but they kind of forget it. When we're in the middle of a dark room investigating, we see usually nothing unless there's some kind of light anomaly. Sometimes we'll have some devices that emit a little bit of light. They'll have a little LED on them or something, and that gives us enough of a room glow that it helps us see shadow activity, that kind of thing. However, you as an audience member, you see the room in infrared. Now that's helpful, and it's also a disadvantage at times because you may not see the same shadow play, but you will see an object move that we won't see. You'll see a curtain move that we won't see because it's dark for us. So your um, guidance and, and, and information as you're watching the live investigations is very, very helpful. We're the only ones doing it this way, and uh, we're excited about doing it for you, and we appreciate all your support. So if you are part of our family and you enjoy what we're doing, then you have, there are a couple of ways you can support us. You can, on our Facebook page, you can subscribe, actually. It's a paid subscription. That revenue helps us get out into the field. You can also contribute on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and Pilled. And uh, I'm sure the other platforms we're on have mechanisms as well. But there are things like Super Chats or Stars or Pills or whatever it is for the platform that you're watching on. You can contribute and help us uh, actually fund some of these investigations that we're doing. Because the locations charge. 
it's obviously very expensive to fly Brit out from L.A. I come from New York. Uh, Gina is in Louisville, Kentucky. Mandy is in Ohio. We're all coming from different places, so that's kind of expensive as well. And we don't expect uh, the the help to actually cover all the costs because we do it because we enjoy it. But at the same time, anything you can do will be helpful. Now, I have talked for six minutes. My guest has been so very, very patient. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And uh, I appreciate it, but I want to introduce you all to Becky Joe, who's the owner of uh, Blue, Butter, Blue Butterfly Healing and Ministries. Becky, this is going to be Becky Joe. This is going to be a tongue twister for me all day. I can already tell you that. <laughs> That's okay. Have you had? Pro- I That's mean, okay. you, you, you. I'm assuming you came up with the name. We're going to talk about what the origin of the name is in a bit. But uh, do you have problems? Because is it just me? Am I the only one that says that Blue Butterfly is a bit of a tongue twister? It probably is. I think I don't say it very often. (laughs) You hear it. it. You hear it a lot, but you don't say it a lot. I never thought of it being a challenge for other people, but I, yeah. You know, I've been a radio, I've been a radio professional for more years than I care to admit to. However, uh, there are a few combination of letters and words that I stumble over. This is going to be one of them. And I hope, hope you'll accept my apology in advance. But the name, it's, the name itself must have some kind of meaning. Is there something behind that or is it, did you just like it? No. It, for me, the more you get to know Becky Jo, you'll know everything has meaning. Everything's deep. I'm very deep. Um, so I have a lot of siblings that have passed away, most of them from drug overdose. And um, my sister passed away of a drug overdose uh, in June of 2015. That morning, I was out in my greenhouse, and as I received the phone call, you know, letting me know that she had passed away, there is a blue butterfly that came flying into the greenhouse, which I live in Wisconsin, and that is not, it is not common. So, that's the first time in my life I've ever seen a blue butterfly. And I knew because of my spiritual gifts that I have, I knew that that was my sister um, letting me know that she's okay and that she had made it to the other side. So um, that summer, I saw blue butterflies all over in my garden. And so I knew that that has to be some kind of a spiritual totem for me. Um, and it's also my sign of my sister, who was one of my my guardians when she was alive. So now she carries on through me and my work. That's um, it's a sad story, obviously, but it's also an inspiring story. Um, yeah. And I, I, I'm curious as to though, I mean, you've worked with a lot of people, I'm sure talked with a lot of people who uh, yes. ha- have found their way to you for help in one fashion or another yeah. is a lot of this born out of, out of personal tragedy. Is that where a lot of these um, things come from somebody going through something in, with very, very, in a very, very difficult circumstance. A lot of the clients that I see, yes, a lot of not, not always, but there is a lot of that um, people that are relatable to me because of my, you know, I've been through a lot of tragic situations. Um, I have a lot of resilience. I've overcome things that most people wouldn't even believe I've been through. But most people that do come to me are people that uh, these, these awakenings are born out of tragedy because a lot of times when people have you know, terrible traumas or, you know, deaths in the family, we don't, we're not taught how to, how to deal with that or how to recognize when our loved ones are with us. You know, we're taught that that's weird or um, not untrue or make-believe, fairy tale. you know? So I think people like me help, we help, and people like you, I think we help inspire people to know that there's life after this meat suit 
that we're in. This isn't it. Yeah. And that's really important. And that's a message that a lot that comforts a lot of people and especially people yeah. who have, who've suffered some kind of loss or people who are, uh, you know, um, progressed in aging, they start to wonder what happens at the end of all this. And those are really mm -hmm. important questions. I mean, how do you, how do you feel? Are you comfortable? I, I hate to ask the question about, are you afraid of dying? But ultimately we all have this in the back of our head. We think about, geez, what happens when, when that happens? I am absolutely not afraid of death one bit, not one bit. I have had so many out of body experiences throughout my life that I know what's on the other side, guarantee. I know that it doesn't end here and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful where we're going. Well, that's encouraging too. I want to get back to the the Blue Butterfly Healing Ministries. We started talking about what where the name came from, but we really didn't talk about specifically what it's about, what you do and why you started it. Tell us that story. Okay, so I started out my career as a young woman in my 20s. Um, I went to school for pharmacy, actually. And so I got my associate's degree, um, worked as a pharmacy tech, and, you know, really knew a lot of um, medicine on the Western medicine side. Um, I also did caretaking and CNA work, all of that, which I know was all preparing me for my life's work and purpose. When I was in my early 30s, I began to get really sick. Um, I was, I mean, I have spinal degeneration and I also have um, MS, fibromyalgia, all, a whole list of array of things that people um, in the medical field were like, you're, you're just destined to a life of wheelchair and narcotics. And I'm sorry, there, and a doctor actually told me that. And so I took that for what it was at first until I started having this, this awakening where I realized that I have the power to make my life what it is. So because of my strong spiritual background and connection to um, whatever you want to believe is the powers that be, um, I started to learn how to heal myself. And I started, I've always been a gardener. And at that time, uh, as a side gig, I was growing people's flowers and vegetables and herbs in my greenhouse and selling the plants every spring. And then I realized I can grow these things and I can maybe do something with them, right? So I started learning how to make herbal medicine to help myself. I started learning how to change my diet, change my attitude, change everything, and then connect with my spiritual gifts that I wasn't even sure were real at the time. I didn't know if I was making it up or if it was actually real. So in all of that, my friends and family kept saying, well, do me. What can you make for me? Like what? What kind of herbal remedy can you make me? Or, hey, can you make me a salve? Hey, Becky Joe, can you make me a lotion? Can you, you know? And then I started learning how to do, delve very deeply into energy medicine because of the physical body things I had going on. Eventually, my doctors were absolutely amazed. Like my regular doctor was like, I don't know what you're doing, Becky Joe, but you keep doing it. Cause what you're doing is working a lot better than what we're doing. So that inspired me to just take it all the way. And next thing I knew, I um, was the owner of a wellness clinic in the town that I uh, live in, very successful, um, traveling all over the United States. Um, going to healing fairs, um, touching a lot of lives. And then I wrote my book, which is the story of my life and what I've overcome and staying really deeply connected to that, that spiritual part of ourselves, like all my life, no matter what I'd been through, like when I was three years old, I almost died in a house fire. But I remember at three years old, I remember angels carrying me out of the fire and I knew at three years old, without even knowing, I had a knowing that I was saved and it was divine intervention. And that's happened so many times throughout my life that I wanted to share that so other people know that you're not alone and it's real. And, you know, we, we are so much more than this mundane human rinse and repeat life. 
there's so much more to it. Let's talk about healing a bit because I always, I always get a little bit, not nervous. I just want to make sure that we have the caveats here that, you know, visiting your doctor and seeing your doctor are very important parts of any healthcare yeah. routine. Not, they're just not the only Absolutely. parts. They're just not the only right. parts. We have to think outside of that world. I mean, it's so easy for us to say, oh, this hurts. We go to the doctor, give me a pill, and we go home, and now we find we're on another medication. Uh, you know, we all know the pharmaceutical companies have a real interest in keeping us popping pills of one kind or another. But there's a whole other universe about health here, and that's what you're talking about, I think. And you've yes. discovered some things, um, and you're sharing them via Blue Butterfly Healing. And uh, they can work too, and they can supplement what you're doing with your doctor. And in some cases, they can make you not need to go see the doctor. Is that right? That's correct. So what I do, I call integrative and complementary medicine because I work very closely with regular doctors too. I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not putting anyone down, but I'm not one of those snake oil people that's going to try to pull you into um, you know, just do this and it's a miracle cure because nothing's a miracle cure. There's no such thing, but we can use Western medicine, Eastern medicine, all the medicines, Native American, all of it. Everybody needs a little something different and, and you're correct. Like I have clients that have gotten off of some medications, um, through doing, you know, some of my holistic remedies, but I, I always encourage like, do not stop going to your doctor and think that you're going to come to me. Um, I want to supplement that for you. I want to help you take power back in your healthcare journey, but I want you to work with your doctor too. Absolutely. There's a fine balance. I, uh, I actually went to the, went to the doctor uh, just a couple of days ago. I hadn't been in a while and then my, my doctor left the facility and I had to establish with a new doctor and I walk in and I already know I need to lose weight. I need to exercise yeah. more. I need to eat better. I need to do all these things. And so much of the complaints that I have will go away just by me taking care of myself. So holistic medicine that where you, you know, your approach to this, in addition to the, to the supplements and the nutrients you get from the herbal remedies, it's about a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. It is, you have to embody this lifestyle and then you live it as, as your lifestyle. So that's why the stuff that I do actually works is because I teach people how to integrate it as a lifestyle, as a permanent change in your life, rather than a magic pill or a magic cure. It's like, no, you, people need to know the tools that it takes to help heal your own body. And we, all of our bodies, every single human being has the capability, but you're right. What's crazy is that we all know this, I knew before I started my healing myself of a, a lot of things, I knew, we know full well, like, hey, if I eat this, I'm going to feel like crap. But we do it anyway because yeah, it's delicious do. or, you know, so we have to take accountability too at some point. So I think that's part of what, why people like to come to me too, because I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to stick my finger and go, you do, you know, it's like, no, let's come up with a plan that actually works for you because everybody's different. Everybody's mind works differently. Everybody's habits and addictions are different, but we, if we can even just integrate one little permanent change in your life, it makes a huge difference in everything and, and diet. Yes, it matters, but it's not everything. It's not everything you have to enjoy. I mean, we're human for a reason. We can taste foods for a reason, right? So we, we don't want to take that away and have you eat stuff that tastes like cardboard and you're not going to stick to anything. Yeah. It has to be related. Yeah, the cardboard diet is no fun. And, and then you then you have a no. mental health crisis because you're depressed because you <laughs> don't like what you're eating all the time. I, I, I struggle. Yeah. I struggle with that all the time because I am a, um, I love, I mean, my favorite foods are macaroni and cheese and pizza, if that tells you anything about my diet. And, uh, it, yep. you know, it's a problem, but you know, you start supplementing some broccoli in there and you have a salad over here and you do this over here, yes. you can, then you can enjoy those comfort foods on a more, on a limited, yes. but more, but, a, but, you know, a, a, maybe a less regular basis. I just need to interrupt here for a second. I want to say hi sure. to Matt over in Pill. Matt, we're talking with Becky Joe, the owner of Blue, hi, <laughs> Blue Butterfly 
healing and ministries. Uh, we're talking about holistic health, but we're also going to be talking about some other things that Becky Joe works on. Maven, thank you for the gift of the cookie. We have a whole bunch of people watching on YouTube and Facebook, and I, I don't have time to go through everybody, but uh, hello, guys. Thank you. And make sure that you visit Becky Joe's website. Um, and I'm going to put it up on the screen here just so it's easier, but it's Blue Butterfly Healing. Uh, bluebutterflyhealing.net, and you can uh, get more information about uh, the stuff we're talking about here today. Plus, you can visit her on Facebook, and that's Blue Butterfly Healing and Ministries on Facebook. So, um, but again, uh, welcome to everybody who's joining us. So, Becky, I want to talk, Becky Joe. Like, I listen, my sister's name is Becky, so that's that comes out naturally that way without the Joe. Yeah. Um, but so if I do that, forgive me. But either way, uh, I want to talk a little bit about a video that I saw you do. You were talking about the transition between 2023 and 2024 and how it's kind of a pivotal year for a lot of people. What are you seeing, feeling, hearing that uh, makes you so astute in that observation? Because I, I hear, see, and feel the same things. Yes, I think many, many, many of us are receiving that same message. So basically, um, for me, I have been very deeply attuned to the rhythms of um, planet Earth for my whole life, but I think I'm feeling the same thing everyone else is feeling, and it's basically that the collective shift that's happening, um, the poles are shifting. Um, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but with all of that, we have to remember that everything is consciousness, and we're all manifestations of consciousness. So like your body is a manifestation of your soul energy. So each of us on the planet are carrying karmas, okay? Um, carrying energies, some good, some bad. Um, however you describe that, because I don't like to tell people what to believe. I, I'm just, I like to share it how I feel it. So... 2023 was a year of kind of balancing our karmas, okay? And many of us had those what I call tower moments. I myself had a tower moment where I walked away from the life I was living completely in October, like just packed a suitcase and left because we're, we're balancing out who we truly are. And each one of us is being shown, we're being guided, we're being led to our higher consciousness or what would be best for our lives, okay? Most of us that are awakened on the planet that actually um, tune into these things have been feeling like 2024 is, this is gonna be the collective tower moment. So like 2023, each of us individually, you know, are moving away from our old habits, our old patterns, all of our, traumas and stuff that we've been carrying that we didn't realize like unconsciously okay so for an example for me most of my life my traumas have come from men and i'm not i i do not hate men i do not have a problem with men so please don't get me wrong but you know in my personal experience you know coming from a little girl you know my my father rejecting me not wanting me as a little girl um that every one of us, what we're programmed as little kids, we're playing that out in adulthood until we're willing to face these things and recognize it, okay? So 2023 was a year where all of us were really being shown. This is a pattern that you're doing that is not who you truly are, okay? So even people like me that have been on a healing journey for many years, like I started my healing journey in 2012. So I've done a lot of deep reflection and healing, but there's still those deep roots of things that maybe we believe about ourselves or the world that are not true, that we assumed, or, you know, just from your experiences. Now, 2024, that's gonna go a little bit deeper. So it's not gonna be us personally, it's gonna be collectively. So what are we collectively carrying around that is not for the highest and greatest good of everybody? All of the war, all of the division, all of what we're seeing in the world right now, that's all old ancient energy arising 
so that it can be worked out and cleared. So we're going to see a lot of chaos. We're going to see a lot of extremes in weather. None of this is going away anytime soon. So what our duty and responsibility is as light workers or healers or, or, or awakened people on the planet, our duty and responsibility is to work on our own light, bring our own vibe back to where it needs to be so that we can be the light in someone else's darkness because there's people that still don't believe this is happening. Um, there's only maybe a 3% of the planet that would even believe this. That's what makes it challenging, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm here for it. I don't care if people think I'm crazy because I know what I know. You bring up a couple of really interesting points because my next question to you is going to be, um, you know, we, we, we can look at the individual trials and tribulations we're all going through. But then again, if we, mm -hmm. if we blow this up to a macro view, we're really seeing some angst in the world that we probably haven't seen in several generations. And it's hard to explain that. And, you know, maybe if you were alive in, in 1938 and you saw the storm clouds of uh, World War II brewing in front of you, you might have similar angst. You know, we, I'm not saying yeah. that we've got a war impending. I'm just saying that there's there's a there's a, a frustration and angst of a, a, a black cloud over the whole world right now, and I'm not sure what it is. But your point is so important. You basically, if we all look to to improve ourselves and find the light in ourselves collectively, that'll change the world, right? I mean, that's kind of what you said. Yeah. Absolutely, because we all are at the center of who we are. If you take the humanness out, we're light. All of us are light. I mean, we, human, the word human means light manifested. So we are the manifestations of light and we need to remember that. And the sooner we remember that, the more we realize how much we actually can control about our lives. We can't control the world by any means. But imagine if 90% of the planet woke up out of the dream and the illusions that, that were the lies that we've all been living in all these generation after generation after generation and then went, oh my God, what are we doing? And then everybody does their work, aligns with the light, that that that's over it's done the paradigm's done there is no more war there is no more black clouds hanging over the reason the black clouds are hanging over is because humans keep perpetuating it we we keep falling into the puppet masters that are pulling the strings and people are are watching the news and going oh my god the sky is falling i've got to be angry at somebody i don't know who but somebody did it you know, and it's, it's actually, I'm not laughing at anyone, but it's kind of laughable because it's all illusion. None of it matters. It's none of it is even real. What's real is what's in within us and our hearts, you know, what, what your purpose is and what you're here to do. And every one of us is here on this planet to do something like we're here for a purpose on purpose. And the sooner we wake up and realize what our purpose is, even if it's, even if your purpose is to have children you know, whatever it is, we're here, it's divine alignment. And all of what is manifesting in the world is old, ancient darkness that has to come up. Destruction has to happen. That's how nature is. Things have to be destroyed before they can be rebuilt. So a lot of those old ways are literally collapsing and we're watching it. And I've been saying it, I had, I think it was 2002. 10 or 11, I had a vision of COVID. I had like a, a psychic vision of it um, happening. I didn't realize that it was COVID, but I, but I, it was an apocalyptic, like it was literally like, you better learn how to live off the land. And I remember sitting my children down and they thought I was nuts. And I was like, we need to learn how to live off the land. We need to learn how to homestead because someday with the, we may not have the treasures that we have at our, at our fingertips. And they looked at me like, seriously, mom? I'm like, no. And that's when I really moved in. So like, no, this, I need to be good at this because someday somebody's going to need the wisdom that I have on how to live. It was a strong calling. And then when COVID started happening, 
my, my children were adults at the time and they're like, mom, I'm like, I told you, <laughs> you know, and it's not going to stop. It's going to keep going. So we have to, we have to learn how to heal ourselves. We, we really, if we're smart, we'll learn about herbs. We'll learn about nature. We'll learn ab about that, those things, even if we aren't quite there yet, where we're ready to jump into it, even just learning and being aware in case, in case, and I, I, I don't like fear mongering, but I'm just, it's, it's a reality that could very well happen at this point. Yeah. Well, we've gotten a taste of it that we probably never expected to have in our lifetimes. And I also want to point out that the difference between your children uh, who found out that you're right and my children is that my children still think I'm crazy and it's really not about anything specific. They just think I'm crazy, which they yeah, have. I probably think I am too. They just, they, they just love me too much to tell me. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, I have, have you done any paranormal investigating ever? I, I hate to throw you yes. on the spot. You have. Yes. I have a yes, I actually, I actually have done quite a bit of it. Oh wow! Okay, terrific. Yeah, well, this is not something that we uh, we communicated about before the interview. Um, do you do it on a regular basis, or is it something you've done in the past? Or I haven't done it in a couple years. I have a very good friend that is a paranormal investigator. His name is Nate, um, and he has a whole setup. So if you look on my, actually, if you look on my Facebook page from a couple, a few years back, I mean, it's probably been three or four years, but we used to do them in my office. So he would bring his equipment to my office and then we would go live. Um, so we've done a lot of that. And then I've gone to like homes of people that like you said before, you took a psychic medium with you to um, explore a home. Many, many have asked me to come do that with them. I've done it all over Wisconsin and in um, Iowa and Illinois. Oh, wow. But never anywhere else. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. Actually, we've spent a lot of time in that kind of I don't know, two or three state region. Um, we were in Iowa yeah, not long ago. Here. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, so I'm going to get off track here, but I need to get back to this question. But I, I didn't really even yeah. notice, uh, at least on your website or your Facebook page, do you consider yourself a psychic as well? Do you have those gifts? I do. You do? Okay. I do. I just don't, I don't use that term because it freaks people out. I don't, um, I want people to trust me and not think I'm some fluffy bunny woo woo. Like, so I let people learn about me. I guess I'm, I let people meet me and then once they meet me and then, um, I build a rapport and then. You know, I just do it a little bit differently because it's not that I, not that I'm ashamed. I'm not, I mean, everybody in my local area knows who I am. I'm known for it. And I actually am embraced where I live. Like I'm accepted and embraced. And, and I've had, um, a couple of years ago, there was a boy that was missing in the river, in the Wisconsin river and his family had me help find him. And I went to the river with them. I told them exactly where he was. And a year later, he was found exactly where I said he was. Oh, wow. But, but I didn't, I didn't go public or, you know, brag about it or anything because I don't have to, you know, I don't feel like I, I have to, I'm very humbled by my gifts. I'm very thankful for them and I will use them to help people. Um, I, I, I just feel like we shouldn't really brag about that stuff. And maybe I should, I don't know. I probably have a much bigger following, but it's not about that to me. It's about really truth and authenticity and, and being who you truly authentically are and then helping other people lead the way for other people to do the same. Well, the reason um, I brought up the paranormal investigating is that I have a question here. And because you've done investigating, you understand what it entails. 
I'm not sure yeah. there's an answer to this from your holistic health approach, but I'm going to ask the question and you can tell us. So Ginger wants oh. to know if there's a way that she can prepare her body uh, for an upcoming investigation that has aggressive paranormal activity. There is a way. There, There's many different ways. Um, I actually have paranormal investigators that come to me to help prepare themselves before they go into these situations. I also make some products that help like some angel and clearing sprays um, that work really well. But the biggest thing is to remember that you are the guardian of your own energy. So before you go into anything like that, you need to make sure that you are clearing your energy. You need to make sure that you do not have any negative emotional ties. So if you're going through something, I would not paranormal investigate. Um, the other thing about preparing yourself is a lot of people go in there um, drinking alcohol. I do not recommend that at all, um, especially in these heavily um, haunted areas. You want to, I feel like until you know how to control your own energy, you shouldn't, until you know how to, until you know what you're doing with energy, you shouldn't be doing it, but that's my opinion just from being a healer and watching um, people that I know that have no idea and they go in unprepared, you have to prepare yourself. I I would say if you have a healing practitioner, go to them, have your energy cleared and, and otherwise, you know, you can do meditation to clear and protect, but I would definitely surround yourself with your angels before you go in and, and you know, your mind is, is, a, is a big part of it. So make sure you go in there in your light you know, and disconnect from the world. I'm glad you, there's a couple of things I'm glad you really pointed out there. And first of all, I, I want to um, say, I don't, I don't know Ginger's investigation routine or what she does. She's a great friend of the program and uh, always a mm -hmm. valuable uh, contributor to our chat room. But I think it's important. You, you touched on both of these points. One is don't drink. If you're going to go investigating, don't drink. Uh, that is a recipe for disaster, first of all. Secondly, yes. secondly, don't do anything that you are not prepared or trained to do. Uh, I don't believe uh, most of this talk about demonic activity when people tell me they've got demonic activity. But having said that, there are times when there are something that's, that there are forces that are very dark and there are energies that are dark. And if you're not trained or prepared to handle those, don't even mess with them. So you touched on both no. of those points and that's important. No, absolutely. This is, it's very real. This is not, this is not all fun and games. Like it can be, but I can tell you um, investigators that I know from Wisconsin that have had, had it ruin their lives because they're, they're playing with forces that they don't understand. You, you have to know how to keep your power you have to be trained and know what you're doing like if this is not child's play at all you have to take it serious it's very very sacred it's very um energetic you you need to prepare mentally too like you said it is mental preparation in addition to physical preparation so mm -hmm. i hope that hope that answers your question ginger uh, let's talk about your book we've only got a few minutes left here let's talk about the book yeah. you, you said it was your story you wrote about your healing adventure right i did it's it's the here's my book um it it's my story of my life starting from a little girl all the way up till 2018 and it's my journey of being a young, very lost girl going through a lot of traumas and trying to figure out who I am. But in the meantime, having these very strong spiritual gifts, but trying to deny them, trying to make it go away. Um, there were, were parts of my journey where I was like, just let me be bad. Like, I just want to do bad things. Like, stop, go away. You know, I mean, I was seeing angels in church when I was a little girl. Nobody believed me. Um, my parents would say, oh, you have such a big imagination. I was not imagining any of it. Um, but I went through a lot of turmoil and a lot of, of hard times 
from being lost and from being different. Nobody understood me and I didn't even freaking understand myself for many years, but the journey of believing in yourself and believing in your gifts and believing in what you're hearing and seeing and feeling. Um, the most beautiful part is that nowadays my mother completely, you know, she's like, I'm so sorry. I just didn't understand. And now she's completely supportive and, and I think she realizes she has some gifts herself. So it's really awakening, you know, it's an awakening within everything. But the reason I wrote the book is because I didn't want anyone else to feel lost and alone like I did. I felt so alone and unloved and lost. And like this world, people that like me that are very strongly attuned to spiritual energies, um, without somebody teaching you, it's just like, you know, going into the paranormal investigating unless you understand what's happening, you have no idea. So it's, you know, it's not relatable. And I, I grew up in a time in, in the seventies and eighties that you didn't talk about that stuff. Like now it's pretty common, but so the calling of my soul is just that it's, it's helped thousands of people. I've had thousands of people all over the world say, because of your book, I now love my life. I now understand who I am. I now know that what I went through, I wasn't alone. And that was my purpose in writing it so that people know you are not alone. There's many of us weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a proud weirdo. I'm, I'm in that group. Me I'm too. in the club. <laughs> Um, a couple, I, I, I want to read a couple of comments quickly here because they're so astute. John Russell, good friend of the program. He's a psychic uh, medium as well and an author. He says, if you want to be a paranormal investigator, it takes years of training and experience and most of all, res a respectful attitude. And that's so very important. Sarah yeah. uh, Janik, who's also a psychic medium, has been on the program and a good friend of the program. She says, it drives me nuts seeing the ghost hunters on TV taunting spirits and trying to rile them up. It's the wrong way to go about it. Uh, that those are all true, true statements. And I think that's important. Listen, I don't want to get too personal, uh, Becky Joe, but um, one of the things that I know you've talked about on your Facebook page uh, in some of the videos you've done is a personal journey uh, where you left your life uh, because you needed to heal yourself. Just address, yeah. and you can get as personal or not as personal as you want, but just address how important it is to have the right relationships in your life to be a happy and be healthy. It is number one most important. And it is the biggest lesson that I feel like the universe was trying to teach me for many, many, many years. And I thought I understood it. And that's the thing is you, we think we get it. We think we've healed these things, but your relationships will keep manifesting the same type of relationships, just different characters until you get it. And until I realized that I have been a healer all these years. I have helped thousands of people all over the world have miracles, um, heal their lives, move into the best years of their lives. But I never realized I never fully did that for myself. And that was definitely manifesting for me in my romantic relationship. Um, I would accept less than I deserved because of how I was treated as a little girl. And I thought I'd healed those things, but until we get to a place where we understand our worth like fully and we understand why we tick the way we do, um, your relationships are, are just going to be an extension of your wounds. So it is number one important to always choose yourself first. And we haven't been taught that in our society. We've been taught many false things. And as, as people of our generation, we grew up in a generation of people who were broken and they grew up in a generation of people who were broken and nobody knows what's right or wrong. And we have had way too much, you know, people just being awful to each other. So we, we have to love ourselves first. And I had to walk away because I thought that abuse was normal and I didn't realize it. I didn't even realize it. 
I had no idea that I was being psychologically abused in that relationship. And people kept telling me that I was, and I was like, no, it's fine. Cause it's normal. It's what I knew. So that was the next level of, of me leveling up. Right. So we got, we, we get there and it's a journey and everybody's journey is a little bit different, but I'm so thankful, thankful that I had the courage and the resiliency to walk away. And I literally left my, I own my own home. My business was on my, on my property. Like I had to choose. I knew when, when that day that I left, I knew that like, if I don't leave, I'm going to die here either at the hands of myself. And this is honest to God truth at the hands of myself, because I'm, I, I'm just, I can't be in this darkness anymore or I was going to, you know, my illnesses are going to come back and I'm going to be, you know, I'd been sick for three years. I got to the point where I was, like I told you, my doctors were like, this is amazing. This is miraculous healing. And then once I, I got with that man, I got sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And I couldn't understand, like, why is my body getting sick again? But it's all learning. I don't blame him. I, I, I do not. I blame, I don't blame myself either. It's all learning and it was all for a purpose and now i can help other people recognize that within themselves too because i've experienced it and it takes a lot of bravery to walk away and have nothing when you had built everything and worked hard for everything you had yeah i was going to say uh, what do you say to somebody who you you're coaching maybe and you recognize they're in a toxic relationship and they need to get out and they say but it's too hard i've you know my roots are here i've been here 15 years been 20 years whatever it is i uh, you know it's just too difficult uh, what do you say to that person i will tell you that and it, and it happens all the time it happens all the time um you can't afford to not get out. You cannot, because like I said, you, you're going to end up like me where I literally had to make the choice to save my life. And people think that our society trains people to think like, nope, stability, money, my roots are here. Trust me. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do was to leave the home that I loved and all of the gardens I built there. And I built this beautiful healing space where people would come and it, it was just like the most magical place. It broke my heart, but you know what? I couldn't afford to stay there anymore because I would not be here to help anybody if I would have stayed. You know, there's so much more to this, and I'm going to recommend that folks reach out to Becky Joe uh, via the website or Facebook. And uh, if, if you suspect maybe that you're involved in a relationship that is making you physically ill or mentally ill or w however the illness is manifesting itself, um, Becky Joe can help guide you through that. Be Becky Joe, we're, we're out of time. I need to ask you this, though, because my sister, who I told you her name's Becky, I grew up calling her Becky. Yeah. Suddenly, suddenly now everybody's got to call her Rebecca. I refuse to. I say Becky. It's going to be Becky until the day I can no longer speak. Um, but you are Becky Joe, and there's no Rebecca, yeah. right? You don't use Rebecca in any formal sense. Okay, so Rebecca is the legal name. But as a kid, when my dad was mad, he called me Rebecca. Ah. When I was in trouble in school, they called me Rebecca. Uh -huh. And doctors called me Rebecca. So... I don't like Rebecca for that reason, but I grew up um, where I graduated. I think there was eight of us named Becky, so I became Becky Joe. So because we we didn't know who which Becky was with Becky. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's a great story. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for for sharing that with us, and thank yeah. you for spending the time here. I'm going to give you an thank opportunity you. to tell people your website, your Facebook, and anywhere else that you think uh, you want folks to go. Maybe the book, whatever it is. Just here, here's your minute to tell people where they can find you. Okay, perfect. So yeah, the website is um, www.bluebutterflyhealing.net. Um, I also, uh, like he said, I put a lot of my personal, very deep, vulnerable stuff on Blue Butterfly Healing and Ministries page to try to help you guys be able to deeply connect with your journey. So those are the two main places uh, that I have. 
anywhere else you can find on my website any other links um, to the YouTube and, and that type of thing. So um, I am very thankful and grateful to be here. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, this won't be the last time we talk, I'm sure. I'm looking forward to having yeah. you back. There's a lot more we can cover. A lot of great information yeah. today, too. So thanks for your time, yeah. Becky Joe, And have a great rest of your afternoon into the weekend. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Have a great day. All right. So once again, you can find uh, more information about Becky Joe on her Facebook page and the website. And she gave you both of those. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, it'll be in the links as well. You can click through and easily find that information. Uh, you guys, uh, there are a lot of great questions scrolling through. We just didn't have time to get to everything. And as this usually happens, people join late and uh, and try to play catch up with the questions and stuff. And it's it's difficult. But we will have Becky Joe back on. Uh, it was a great conversation. I had a great time speaking with her. So we'll we'll make sure we do this again in the not too distant future. Uh, once again, we've got a live investigation, paranormal investigation coming up in about 10 days, nine days, something like that. We're looking forward to doing that because it's been a while with the holidays since we've been out in the field. And man, we like to be out in the field doing this. So we've got that coming up very, very soon. Uh, pay attention to the Facebook page particularly and we'll, uh, we'll update you on dates, times, and all of that. But it's coming up, not this weekend, but the following weekend. And, um, and uh, you'll be able to join us, as always, and help guide the investigations to the chat room. I don't have anything else to say other, other than keep an eye also out for the new program I'm going to be doing with Jason Haas from Ghost Hunters. We are in the process of working out the details of when we're going to launch that. It's going to be very different than these other things that I'm doing. Uh, with Paranormal Reality TV, but it's also going to be fun and it's going to be interesting and informative and all of those things. I just don't know exactly when we're launching. It's coming up very, very soon. So with that, I'll say thank you to everybody for joining us. Always great to see you all. Uh, please consider supporting us and we'll see you all next time.